You wouldn't want your favorite team to play only one side of the ball. So when it comes to insurance, why settle for someone that can handle only your auto policy? Bring your home and auto insurance to Allstate now and you can save big on both. You deserve someone that can tackle more. That's Allstate's stand. Are you in good hands? Hey, football fans, call Allstate agent David Monroe at 610-359-1244 today. Subject to availability and qualifications, Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company, Northbrook, Illinois. Hey, Tigers fans, did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel? Because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly Pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly soft pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, even for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Brumont, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr. Or visit their website at phillypretzelfactory.com for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. Suffering from back or neck pain, injury, or headaches? The Advanced Chiropractic Center and Dr. Tom Graziano have been serving Marple Newtown and Delaware County residents for over 15 years. Dr. Tom Graziano enjoys helping his patients without drugs or surgery. He takes a gentle approach, utilizes current techniques, and has several massage therapists on staff. Advanced Chiropractic Center accepts all kinds of insurances, including most HMOs, as well as accident cases. It is the mission of Advanced Chiropractic Center to take their time with all of their patients and give them the care they deserve. Do you have a question? Just mention that you heard about Dr. Tom Graziano from the Tigers Radio Network or Marple Newtown Football for a free consultation. Call the Advanced Chiropractic Center at 610-356-2300. Zach's Hamburgers is a proud sponsor of Marple Newtown Football. Come visit any of our five restaurants located all across Delaware County in Aston, Crumlin, Havertown, Folsom, and Media. Determine for yourself why Zach's Hamburgers was voted the best hamburgers in Delaware County. Our family atmosphere, fresh ground beef, and sandwiches cooked to order are one of a kind. Don't forget to ask about the burger of the month as well as the Sunday special. For more information, visit our website at www.zaxburgers.com. Come taste the difference at Zach's Hamburgers. And go Tigers! Looking for a fun night out with friends or family? Visit Sprawl Lanes located on Sprawl Road next to the Dairy Queen. Voted best place to bowl in Delaware County by the Daily Times, Sprawl Lanes is equipped with 36 lanes with automatic scoring, a sound system, full-service snack bar, an arcade, and pro shop. Sprawl Lanes offers a variety of open bowling specials, package deals, and leagues for the casual or more serious bowler. Interested in having a birthday party? Choose from three different packages that will make your special occasion a memorable one. Stop by the center or visit the website at www.sprawlanes.com for pricing information or to book your next experience. Speak with one of the qualified staff members by calling 610-544-4524 today. Hi, over here. Is this thing on? Oops. Can you spell your name for us, please? H-E-I-D-I, Heidi. So what are you announcing today? The new High Five menu from Friendly's is here. Five of your favorites, each just five bucks. High Five! Why the High Five? A High Five is the ultimate sign of friendliness, hence the High Five menu.
menu. What's on it? Well, we've got our fresh crispy chicken salad or our loaded waffle fries. Then we've got our always fresh, never frozen all-American burger with cheese, a tender grilled chicken wrap, and the Turkey Club Supermelt Sandwich that all come with fries. All five bucks each? If you have five bucks, you have options, people. High five! We've heard Friendly's is collecting a trillion high fives. Can you confirm? I sure can. You can follow us on Facebook.com slash Friendly's High Five and learn about our mission. We want to spread high fives all over this great land. Here, up top, high five. Only at participating locations. Huh? High five. Another coffee shop? No, not at all. Burlap and Bean is a family-owned and operated coffee house. What's the difference? Well, for starters, ambiance. You walk in through the front door, and the first thing you want to do is flop onto their overstuffed leather couch. From your comfortable seat, you'll notice that the walls have been richly painted with the warm colors of fall and host local artwork that rotates monthly. Sit back, take a deep breath in, and let the fragrant aroma of freshly roasted fair trade organic coffee beans roasted on the premises waft over you. Can you feel the stress of your day just melting away? Thursday night is open mic night from 7 to 10 p.m. There are always various forms of self-expression ranging anywhere from comedy, spoken word, poetry, music, and the occasional tap dancer. Burlap and Bean is transformed from a cozy cafe into an intimate music venue each weekend. Every Friday and Saturday night, you can enjoy a live acoustic concert. Get there early, as seats are first come, first served. For more information, visit their website at www.burlapandbean.com. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. He's got a man open in the end zone. Touchdown! Tigers touchdown! Five wide receivers, empty backfield for Collins in the shotgun. Three near side, here's the pass, looking goes back, and he's under pressure, and he's brought down for a big sack that time was number 65, Chris Kirkett. Weaveling under center. White and Duffy in the backfield, Moat as the blocking back. It's a delayed handoff, he gives it to White, he cuts back at the five, he's in for the touchdown. Weaverling's going to run big though, he's down, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Billy Weaverling on a broken play for Marple Newtown. We the kickoff. Ryan White's going down the sidelines. 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, midfield. 45, 40, 35, 30, 25, 20. He's got nobody behind him. 15, 10, 5. Touchdown. Handoff faked underneath. Weaverling's going to try and take it himself. He leans close to a... The end zone and stood up and finally looks like he's pushed across and there goes the signal touchdown Billy Weaverling Tigers have tied the ball game. Moriarty takes his position in the shotgun formation, two man backfield, fakes the handoff. He's under a rush. He's moving towards the near sideline, throws it into the turf and it is intercepted. Intercepted by wow. one wide receiver split to the near side, two man backfield. De Fiore under center. It's a fumble. It's on the turf, picked up by Moat. Across the 40, 35, 30, 25, 20, nobody behind him, 15, 10, 5. He's in for the touchdown. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Calling tonight's game from high atop the 50-yard line, here is Christo Garavales and Greg Pecco. 
Welcome you in here to Teamer Field here in Berwyn, Pennsylvania. Greg Pecco with Christo Garavalas and executive producer Jim Olsman. On the road again, Christo, second straight week. Marple Newtown coming off of a big win over Harriton last week, 49-7. to And sitting pretty third place in the Central League. Absolutely, Greg. Marple has a great shot tonight if they beat Conestoga to sit in the driver's seat for that playoff spot and also have a big game coming up against Haverford and then following that up against Springfield could be for the Central League title. You know what? I'm reading a lot and hearing a lot. Nobody's talking about Marple for the Central League title. Everybody's talking about Springfield, Garden Valley, and even a little bit of Ridley still. So if Marple can come away with this win tonight, they could be in the driver's seat. And Teamer Field, Christo, we've talked about it in the past, can be a difficult place for away teams to play on the road. Uh, not sure why, but it, it can pose some threats in terms of, of kind of maybe tightening up a team. Absolutely. I'll tell you what, coming from Marple all the way up here is a little bit of a ride, and guys get tired on that bus sometimes, you know. But uh, besides that, you know what, it's a beautiful place to play. Um, it's tough. You have the home field advantage here at Conestoga, and it's a beautiful field. It's a beautiful night tonight for football. Beautiful October night, as Christo mentioned. And, Christo, one thing we've seen in the last couple of weeks is that that's the sweeps on the offensive side of the football for Marple Newtown have been outstanding between Samaro Moat and Joey Pham really has been the key guy on the sweep with Rosanio. Kind of break down that sweep and what it does to a defense and what the goal of that sweep is. Well, Marple is starting to use some other weapons, Pham and Rosanio. You are setting up with Samara Moat, letting him run the ball inside on bellies, which is almost like a dive to the right, and guard traps. So when you fake it to him, everybody on the defense sucks down into him, and that leaves things open on the other side. So when you fake it to Samara Moat up the middle, and then you turn around and do a little reverse pivot and hand it off to the guy running the sweep, he can run for miles like we saw last week. And up against Conestoga tonight, playing that 5-2 defense, those outside linebackers love to rush up the field. And when you get up the field like that, Marple has a big chance tonight to break those long runs on the sweep. Because when you're rushing up the field as an outside linebacker, you don't have any primary support behind you. And if you come up the field, you're going to have a tough time bringing down Fam and Rosario. And statistically is represented what using other weapons does, as Fam and Moat were both 150-plus yards on the ground last week, with Fam having 173, Moat 188. But also, too, you keep the other team's offense off the field, as last week Harriton only put up 115 yards to Marple Newtown's 445. Absolutely. And last week, to me, it seemed like Harrington was gun-shy. For the first series or two, they were running the ball. And I don't know why. You had that good quarterback back there, and you had a bunch of weapons. They, they should have came out a little bit more aggressive up against Marple. But they didn't. Marple came, came out, did what they do best, run the ball. And when you have a three-headed monster in the wing T offense, you win games no matter what. That's what the wing T offense is made for. You have three good running backs, you're going to win games no matter what. Going back to Delaware where all the swing tee stuff came from, they always had three good running backs. And if when you have that when you have that option there, you can do whatever you want with the wing tee offense. Now, defensively, Marple Newtown has only allowed more than seven points to one team, and that is Ridley. Every other team was held to seven and under. And, of course, Marple Newtown has won all the rest of those games, barring that Ridley game. What does Conestoga present offensively here tonight? You know what, to me, Conestoga does not seem like they're scared to throw the ball. They come out and throw the ball and spread them out. They're a lot. They're set up in a lot three and four wide, and they can throw the ball all over the field. Their running game is a little suspect to me. I've seen them 
run counter trade plays to the right and to the left, iso plays, but nothing too crazy on the running game. They're really set back on throwing the ball and running those three and four wide sets to try to get it down the field and score touchdowns. And as both teams take the field offensively, Marple Newtown fans may be familiar with Conestoga's offensive coordinator, Chris Gicking, played quarterback in Marple Newtown between 1993 and 1995, and he holds the pa- most passing records in Delaware County and at Shippensburg University, where he also played and excelled in football. At Marple Newtown, he holds the following records, single yards in a game, 360, uh, passing yards in a season, 2,300-plus, uh, passing yards in a career, also a Delco record, 58.97 yards there, Christo. So a good offensive mind on that side of the football for Conestoga. Absolutely, and a great quarterback. My junior year, we were not, I'm sorry, 8-1 and playing Marple, and it was a pouring down rain, I remember that game, and Gick threw the ball all over the field, and we lost that game. Ended up 9-2 and at the end of the season, won the Central League title, beating Upper Darby on Thanksgiving, but he was a great quarterback and has a great mind. He was a 1995 All-Delco and All-State selection and was named Delco Player of the Year, so as Christo mentioned, tough guy to face from the defensive side of the football. Defensively, what does Conestoga want to do here against Marple? What does Marple want to do against that defense? Conestoga wants to bring pressure. Past couple games, all they've been doing is bringing those outside linebackers. They're aggressive to the ball. They can make tackles. Their cornerbacks are a little soft right now, but their safeties play strong to the ball, playing that triangle well. Defensively, Marple wants to come out, keep doing what they're doing, try to man up against these three and four wide receiver sets and just try to slow Conestoga down. If you slow them down and make them run the ball, you have a good shot of winning here. Well, as the teams prepare for the coin toss here, Christo, atmosphere starting to build here as fans begin to file in. Marple Newtown fans starting to come in from that trip up here. And uh, Christo, what do you expect tonight and what do you expect for the rest of the league? You know what? I think tonight's going to be a great game. If Marple can slow Conestoga down, get them out of their element of throwing the ball around the field and settle them into running the ball, I think they have a great chance to win this game tonight. On the other hand, if Marple can get that three-headed monster going, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, they're hard to stop with those three guys. If they can sustain the run early, I think Marple has a great shot of winning this game. And we talked before the game, a chance to maybe share that league title if things fall right and want, tonight is that first step. Absolutely. You come away with a win tonight, you beat Haverford next week, and then you set up for Springfield. It's going to be a nice year to share the Central League title. And the captains walk out to midfield for both Conestoga and Marple Newtown, Chris Kirky and Sean Ridinger and Samaro Moat. And for the Pioneers is Number 7, Carr. Number 24, Brandon Thompson. Number 52, Mark Kamensikis. Number 37, Alex Silverstein. Number 66 and number 78 as well. And they are Robert Campbell and Jeff Haig. So we'll wait to see what the official call is here from tonight's crew as it begins to cool down here in Berwyn and Conestoga has won the toss and it appears that they have elected to receive and they will defend the far end zone to the left and Marple Newtown will defend to the far end zone to the right so we will be back in a moment you're listening to Marple Newtown football on the Tigers radio network (laughs) 
The definition of a rival is one who attempts to equal or surpass another, or who pursues the same object as another, a competitor. Tonight, two rivals meet in Berwyn, Pennsylvania, as the Marple Newtown Tigers and the Conestoga Pioneers are both chasing postseason life. The Tigers entered tonight's contest in third place in the Central League at 6-1, and, and will face a Pioneers team that is tied for fourth at 4-2. Four Marple Newtown has put up 49 points in each of their last two games behind a strong ground game, and star tailback Samaro Moat, who surpassed 1,000 yards rushing last week at Harrington. Tonight's game has the potential to be a memorable matchup as two old rivals battle it out in mid-October. It's the Tigers taking on the Pioneers next on the Tigers Radio Network. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. End of the national anthem here at Teamer Field in Berwyn, Pennsylvania. Tigers taking on the Conestoga Pioneers. And as we mentioned in the pregame, it is a big game tonight for both teams in a rivalry matchup for two old foes. And as we await the kick here, both teams starting to take the field. And Christo, absolutely one of the biggest games Marple Newtown's going to have the rest of the season. Absolutely. You come down here ready to play, ready for a Central League battle against a good opponent who likes to throw the ball and has solid defense, you know. And if you come out here and you get this win tonight, it is huge because that sets up a big game coming up against Springfield, and you're setting the driver's seat to share the title, and you're getting ready for the playoffs. So Conestoga had won the toss. They elected to kick to start this game, so... Samaro Moat, Joey Pham, and Rosanio are back at their own 10. Kicking for the Pioneers is number one, Steve Schickle, with the ball marked at the 40. 12 minutes on the clock here to start this first quarter. Schickle back at his own 30, lining up with his kick team. It's kind of still moving left to right. Tigers right to left. Schickle's kick is a... Short kick to about the 22, picked up far side of the field by Vesgo. Vesgo far side, crossed the 40, brought down at the 43. Tackle made by number 29, Dylan Quinn. Dylan playing the safety position in that kickoff team. Sprints down the field, does a nice job bringing Vesgo down. So here we go, Marble Newtown offensively to start at their own 43-yard line after the return by Vesgo. And Conestoga will come out defensively. And Tigers come out now. Rodinger under center. Moat and Pham are in the backfield of the two backs. Rosanio far side wing back. Rodinger takes the snap. Handoff far side to Pham. Tries to go back. Gets hit in the backfield. Brought down for a four-yard loss at the 39. Tackle made by number 20. Zach Gregory. Greg on that play in the 5-2 defense. They're playing two safeties deep. Those two safeties are playing at the line of scrimmage now. And when you have those safeties coming up, the C gap right there, and the outside linebackers coming, you have four guys there to shut down the sweep. 
And that's what they're doing right there. Stayed home as they did not bite on that quick fake to moat underneath as they went on the sweep to the outside. So here we go. Ball, second down and 13. Ball at the Tigers, 39. Rodinger comes out under center with Fam Moat in the backfield. Rosanio wing back far side. Rodinger takes the snap. Handoff goes to Moat, and he is bottled up for another two-yard loss as number 20 can in there quick for Stoga. Tackle made by number 20, Zach Gregory, playing the free safety position. This defensive coordinator from Stoga watched film, and he schemed for Marple. He's bringing those two safeties to play in the box. When you bring those two safeties to play in the box, you basically have nine in the box now to stop the run. So if you're Marple, you have to come up with something to get those safeties back out of the box. You can go back to your running game. 10.40 left in the first three, third down and 15 from the Tigers, 37. Rodinger under center, near side. Antista receiver, two backs are Fam. Rosanio in motion, handoff faked to Moat, looks to throw near side, caught by Fam. He's got the first down, sidesteps another man across the 45 and into Pioneers territory. That's exactly what you needed to do. You needed to get the safety out of the box and send him back a little bit, step him back a little bit. Right there, Marple does a nice job throwing a waggle pass right there. And number 20, Zach Gregory is all over the field tonight. It's the third tackle of the night. So first pass in two weeks for Marple Newtown. And they are at the Pioneers 44 now. Ridinger comes out under center. Fam near side wing back. Far side Antista receiver. Moat in the backfield with Antista. Fam in motion. Pitch goes to Fam far side of the field. He's got a hole. Breaks through and gets tackled after that at the 41. Tackle made by number 48, Riley Pritchett. Riley playing that outside linebacker position. We talked about the two outside linebackers before the game, Greg. They are aggressive, they are well coached, and they can play football. And when you can play football like that, you can make plays all over the field. 9.45 to go here in the first. Ball at the Pioneers, 41. Second down and seven for Marble Newtown. Antista near side, receiver Rosanio the wing back far side. Moat and Pham in the backfield. Rodinger under center. In motion goes Rosanio near side. Handoff goes to Pham underneath. Picks his way through a couple holes and is close to a first down. Brought down by a shoestring right there. Number seven, Jake Carr, playing the inside linebacker position. He read the block right there of the guard, running on that counter crisscross. And when the guard goes down like that, he filled hard and brought brought him down for about a five-yard game. It is a first down for Marple Newtown with 9.22 on the clock here in the first quarter. And a little bit more of a patient offense running game here so far, Christo, picking your spots? Absolutely, you need to, because the defensive coordinator is doing a good job for Conestoga, bringing that other safety down in the box, and now you have eight guys, and when they bring the strong safety down, then you have nine, and then you have troubles running the ball. Rosanio wing back far side, Hamilton tight end near, Moat, fan backfield. Handoff fake to Moat, looks to throw far side of the field, intended for first, but out of reach and out of bounds. Pushed out of bounds by number 48, Riley Pritchett. Riley's good athlete out there, playing the outside linebacker position, staying with the tight end on the flag route. He stays with him and pushes him out of bounds. Nice throw by Ridinger, though. So it is second down and 10, 8.55 here in the first quarter. Tigers moving the football. They're at the Pioneers 34. Antista receiver near side of the field, ball marked far hash. Ridinger under center. Antista, or excuse me, Rosanio wing back, Moat fam in the backfield. Rodinger, handoff, fake to Moat, end around to Rosanio. He cuts back up the middle of the field. He cuts to the outside now. He's got the first down across the 10, dragged down by a man at the four-yard line. 
brought down by number two, Andrew Stefano. Andrew playing the corner position was the last safety right there. He does a nice job bringing Rosanio down. Rosanio, the third, the third monster in that three-headed monster, running across, getting by people and doing a nice job on that sweep. Good recognition there to not continue to keep it outside to cut it inside of that end. Absolutely, and you need to. Those are the type of things you need to do to win big games and get ready for the playoffs. So 8.30 left to play. First down and goal at the Pioneers. Five for Marple Newtown. Fam, Moat, and Rosanio. Full house backfield spread across vertically. Handoff goes to Moat underneath, and he's hit at the line of scrimmage and brought down. Brought down by number 66. Robert Campbell, Robert playing the defensive end position, does a nice job staying with Moat and bringing him down. Right there in that full house backfield, they're trying to get the, the safety to stay with the outside running back there. But right there, Conestoga does a nice job staying with Moat. So under eight minutes to play in the first. It is second and goal now from the six, a loss of one for Moat. Famine Moat in the backfield now. Rosanio wing back far side, tight end on that side also is first. Rodinger. Takes the snap, handoff goes to Fam on a little bit of an end around, and he's stacked up at the five again in the middle of the field, and it'll be third down. Brought down by number 30, Nick Prestipino, playing the inside linebacker position. Does a nice job on that sweep play, fighting across the guard's face and bringing him down for a loss. So under 7.30 here, third and goal here for Marple Newtown. What do you think the call Maybe Christo? Well, if it was me, I would love to stay with the running game, but at this point you're going to have nine guys in the box. Try to spread it out a little bit. And this wing T offense, the tight end, is a huge player in the crossing route. Three backs in the backfield. They are Fam, Moat, and Rosanio. Handoff underneath to Moat. Oh, Rosanio, Fam around the end around. Touchdown, Joey Fam on the fake to Moat. Counter crisscross. Fakes the counter crisscross, does a reverse pivot, gives it to Fam, and nobody's on Fam, and they he walks in for a touch to, touchdown. Great, great offensive play call, great run, great everything by Marple. Many choices there, and it's six nothing Marple here in the first quarter. Nicolardi on for the extra point here, and it's spotted at the ten. Snap is a little high. But it's down and good anyway. 7-0 lead for Marple Newtown. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network. Another coffee shop? No, not at all. Burlap and Bean is a family-owned and operated coffee house. What's the difference? Well, for starters, ambiance. You walk in through the front door, and the first thing you want to do is flop onto their overstuffed leather couch. From your comfortable seat, you'll notice that the walls have been richly painted with the warm colors of fall and host local artwork that rotates monthly. Sit back. Take a deep breath in and let the fragrant aroma of freshly roasted fair trade organic coffee beans roasted on the premises waft over you. Can you feel the stress of your day just melting away? Thursday night is open mic night from 7 to 10 p.m. There are always various forms of self-expression ranging anywhere from comedy, spoken word, poetry, music, and the occasional tap dancer. Burlap and Bean is transformed from a cozy cafe into an intimate music venue each weekend. Every Friday and Saturday night, you can enjoy a live acoustic concert. Get there early, as seats are first come, first served. For more information, visit their website at www.burlapandbean.com. And we're back here at Teamer Field, Nicolardi. Ball at the 40, set up to kick to number four, Adam Bannard, and number two, Andrew DiStefano at their 10. And they're moving left to right for Stoga, right to left for the Tigers. Nicolardi on the approach. Kick is a line drive. 
at Baynard, and it's going to bounce into the end zone. Touchback for the Pioneers here with 6.55 to play in the first quarter. Tigers lead 7-0, a 9-play, 67-yard drive, capped off by a fam sweep for a touchdown there, Christo, to start this game. By Marple right there. They got stopped first couple times. They're bringing two safeties down, have nine men in the box. But you know what? Ray does a great job staying with what he knows, staying within the scheme of the offense, and pounding the ball away for a touchdown. So three wide receivers set for Conestoga. Out of the shotgun is Favanio, the quarterback for the Pioneers. In motion goes to Stavanio near side, then back far side in the slot. Handoff goes underneath and bottled up immediately is number 30, Nick Prespatino, the running back for the Pioneers. Brought down by number 86, Craig Hamilton. Craig playing the outside linebacker position. I'm sorry, defensive end position. Does a nice job playing flat down the line of scrimmage and wrapping them up for a loss. So, second down and 10 here, 6.30 to play. Tigers lead 7-0 ball at the Pioneers 20. And they're going to come out three wide receivers, two to the near side. They are Gregory and DiStefano. He's in the slot now, four side, four wide receivers, excuse me, two far side as well. Favanio, the quarterback, takes the handoff, fakes. Going to throw near side on a little turnaround hook, three-yard hook, and he picks up a first down. Pushed out of bounds by number 30, Samara Moat. Samara Moat does a great job coming from the safety position, pushing number 20 out of bounds. Right there, Conestoga did a nice job identifying where the open receiver was. Quarterback does a fake handoff and identifies the open receiver and throws a nice ball to him. And that was Gregory on the reception. Vivanio, the throw for 10-yard pickup ball now at the Pioneers' 30. Six minutes to play. Near side receiver is Clancy. One man in the backfield under center now is Vivanio. Two receivers far side. In motion goes the fullback. Handoff now to far side underneath. Big first down now here for Nick Prespatino, the running back for the Pioneers. Brought down by number 24, Ryan Schallenberger. Right there they're running the counter tray, Greg. But they're not pulling the guard and tackle. They're only pulling the guard, and the fullback acts like the tackle comes up inside the line of scrimmage, and he becomes the lead blocker. And we saw that on tape. That's... That and the ISO is really their only running plays, but they do a nice job executing there for a first down. So two big first downs back-to-back here. Now Pavanio under center, two men in the backfield, far side receivers are two near side. Clancy, the receiver, Pavanio, long snap count here. He looks back to throw. It's going to be a short pass to the near side of the field to Clancy, and he is knocked out of bounds after he picks up a first down at the 45 in Tigers territory. Pushed out by number 16, Joe Vesco. Joe playing the cornerback position does a nice job identifying where number three is and pushing him out of bounds. So, Conestoga moving the football here early as well as Vivanio enters the huddle again. Ball at the Tigers 45, 538 left. Tigers lead 7-0. Clancy the near side receiver, far side to Stefano. Vivanio under center. He's going to hand off far side of the field and... Held up at the line of scrimmage that time was Prespatino by the Tigers' defense. Brought down by number 86, Craig Hamilton. Right there, they're trying to run an outside zone. Basically a sweep play where a quarterback turns and hands it off. But Craig Hamilton does a nice job taking the offensive tackle back into the line of scrimmage and making the play not go anywhere for a loss. So, second down and 10, five minutes left. Near side Clancy with number 20, Gregory. 
I formation in the backfield. Vivanio under center. Vivanio fakes the handoff, looks to throw near side. Now he's going to pull down the ball, try to run with it. He's falling back. He's going to throw now, completes it, and knocked out of bounds. Just shy of a first down was Gregory. Pushed out of bounds by number 30, Samara Moat. Right there, the quarterback has great instincts. Running out of the pocket, and then before he gets tackled, he just dishes it off right there for about a nine-yard gain. So Clancy, or excuse me, Presbatino and Gregory now leading the offense. And Gregory pushed out of bounds that time, but Vivano, as you mentioned, Christo came up and then forced the defense to come cover him. And it'll be first down and 10 at the Tigers' 36. 4.43 left. Vivanio under center. Two wide receivers far side of the field. Near side receiver Clancy. Two men in the backfield are Clark and Bemke. Vivanio looks to throw near side of the field. Man fell down. Picked off! Picked, oh, incomplete. Incomplete. Moat nearly picked it off, but as he went to the ground, he dropped the football. Absolutely. And you know what? If the quarterback took a second there to sit back and look what he had open on the left side of the field, he had a trips, he had trips set up. But there, but the middle receiver was uncovered there. They only had the cornerback and the safety there. There wasn't anybody on that inside receiver. If he would have took a second, took a pre-snap read, he would have had a nice pass there. So Clancy near side, two receivers, DiStefano and Gregory far side. Clark in the backfield, Vivanio under center. Bemke, the fullback. Vivanio, handoff goes to Clark. He tries to bounce it near side. Now he picks up five yards, runs a man over, and is finally tackled a yard shy of a first down. Brought down by number 16, Joe Vesco. Joe bringing him down right there, but that running back right there, he does a nice job staying tight to his offensive lineman, finding his blockers, and hustling down the field. He's doing a good job on that counter tray right there. Clark, the running back that time, he's not tall. He's 5'8", but he's all 200 pounds, and he's a strong kid as he ran over a Tigers defender that time. Nothing you can do with a big kid like that. Absolutely. He's a bowling ball. Clancy, near side receiver. DiStefano, far side. I form out of the backfield. Vivanio under center. With Clark and Bemke. Long snap count. Now hands off to Clark up the middle. He's hit immediately. Yard shy or no gain, maybe. That time. Brought down by number 55, Anthony Desiderio. Right there, the running back tries to run an iso play to the left. The offensive line does not get good good movement, but the running back does whatever he can to try to get that first down, and he's about two yards short here. So fourth down and two yards here at the Tigers' 27, 3.15 to play in the first quarter. Big early first down here. I form with one receiver, Vivanio, two tight ends. Vivadio under center. In motion now, and timeout taken by Conestoga. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network. Zach's Hamburgers is a proud sponsor of Marple Newtown Football. Come visit any of our five restaurants located all across Delaware County in Aston, Crumlin, Havertown, Folsom, and Media. Determine for yourself why Zach's Hamburgers was voted the best hamburgers in Delaware County. Our family atmosphere, fresh ground beef, and sandwiches cooked to order are one of a kind. Don't forget to ask about the burger of the month as well as the Sunday special. For more information, visit our website at www.zaxburgers.com. Come taste the difference at Zach's Hamburgers. And go Tigers! 
This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Back here to Teamer Field in Berwyn, Pennsylvania. Tigers lead 7-0, three minutes left in the first quarter. It is fourth down and two at the Tigers 27 for the Pioneers. And they're going to come out with an I formation, two tight ends. Bemke and Clark are fullback and running back. Near side, DiStefano, the receiver, Vivanio under center. And the handoff goes to Clark up the middle. Tigers get a good first burst, and they take him down. Brought down by number 55, Anthony Desiderio. Does a great job penetrating through the offensive line to make the running back take a step back, and then everybody comes in and sweeps it up. Big play right there by Marples D. So Marple Newtown takes over after a big stop here, under three minutes at 2.55. They lead it 7-0. Ball now at their own 27 to start this drive. Fam scored on the first one on a five-yard sweep. Now they come out with Antista receiver far side. You have Moat. And Rosanio in the backfield, near side. Wingback is fan. He goes in motion. Far side and whistle, and there's a flag down, and looks like it might be movement along the offensive line. Looks like the tight end had moved a little bit before the snap. And we'll wait the call. False start on the offense. And there it is. So first penalty of the game here. It'll be first and 15 now for Marple Newtown. Ball will be at their own 23, 2.54 to play. As Rodinger enters the huddle here, and a big stop, got the Tigers the football back. And here they come out, Rodinger under center. You're going to have first the far side receiver, Fam wing back near side, Moat Rosanio in the backfield. Rodinger hands off to Moat, far side of the field. He gets through, dragging men, and brought down after a big pickup. Close to a first down, about three-yard shot. Brought down by number 44, Grant Garbutt. Grant's the other outside linebacker there. The two outside linebackers, Conestoga, are athletic and can make plays. They do a nice job getting back down the field, taking the moat down. But moat does a great job finding the open space, going for about a seven-yard game. So it'll be second down and four here. Ball at the Tigers' 35. Antista is going to be the receiver to the near side of the field. First, the tight end far side along with Rosanio. Moat and Pham in the backfield. Handoff goes to Moat underneath. He cuts back up the middle, picks up maybe four yards and up, close to that first down. Brought down by number 52, Mark Kaminskis. Mark playing the defensive end position for Conestoga. Does a nice job getting his hands on the offensive line, fighting off the block, staying flat down the line of scrimmage, and bringing him down for a gain of about two yards. And it is an official first down for Marple Newtown. So it'll be first and 10 at the Tigers 37. They lead it 7-0. Just under two minutes here in the first quarter. As Reininger enters the huddle here. And Antista will be now the receiver near side as the huddle breaks. Moat and Pham in the backfield. Rosania wing back far side of the field with the tight end first. Here goes Reininger. Rosanio. Motion near side. Delayed handoff to Fan. He cuts up the middle, breaks one tackle, and then brought down close to a first down. Brought down by number 20, Zach Gregory. Zach playing that free safety free safety position. Does a great job being patient to bring Fan down. Fan has the speed and the vision to do whatever he wants when he gets the ball. He's doing a nice job this year running the ball for Marple. And it seems, Christo, that the defensive ends for Conestoga are getting in quick, and those delays are opening that middle of the field up. 
Absolutely. And those two outside linebackers love to get up the field. And when you get up that field, you leave that big hole on the outside of those defensive ends. So Shiraki receiver for far side, fan the wing back near side, Rosanio and Moat in the backfield with Rodinger under center. Rodinger's handoff goes to Moat. He picks up the first down and is across the 50 at the 49. Brought down by number 54, MJ Moses. MJ playing the nose tackle position does a nice job getting off the block and bringing Moat down there for a gain of about three yards. Ball just to the left side of the 50 now. 51 seconds left in the quarter. Tigers lead 7-0. Most likely this will be the final play of this first quarter as they break the huddle. Antista the receiver far side. Rosanio the wing back. Near side, tight end is first. And you have Fam and Moat in the backfield. Rodinger takes the snap. Handoff goes to Fam. He tries the sweep, goes, cuts back up the middle, picks up two yards, and brought down. Brought down by number 30, Nick Prestopino. Does a nice job bringing him down right there. And on that sweep play, the outside linebackers did not shoot up the field like they had been doing. They played it, they played at home, stayed flat down the line of scrimmage, and when you do that, you can stop the sweep play. So. Eight seconds left, and Tigers mulling around the sideline. This will be the end of the quarter. As the Tigers lead at 7-0, you are listening to the Tigers Radio Network.